Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning! Morning, D.A., how are you? Ever heard a sports talk show like this before? Didn't think so. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. Man, I'm feeling great. I'm doing great. Happy Wednesday, boys and girls. One question, one question only. How do you feel? I feel good and I'm doing well. Well, that's all that really matters. And today, June the 21st, is known as the summer solstice, the official start of summer via the summer equinox on the calendar, which means Friday's Bob's Bar Show, where we slapped Mraz in the face with Kilbasa, belched in his grill and kicked him into the pool, really was perfectly timed. The summer is now officially here. Forget what you've heard about Memorial Day. Now it is here. Thanks so much for being with us, everybody. Coming up in 20 minutes, I taped an interview with Richard Sherman yesterday. Remember when we had McLovin on a couple of weeks ago because he had been voted off Stars on Mars, which is a Fox reality show where they replicated Mars in the middle of the Australian outback remote area? Well, Richard Sherman also has been part of that show, and he has now been voted off. And so Richard Sherman will join us to discuss coming up in about 30 minutes from now. Again, I taped that yesterday with Richard. Now, I was not supposed to be on the schedule today. Yesterday began my second stint of paternity leave. You know, it's like an athlete leaving and coming back. I already had a couple of weeks paternity. They gave me a couple more. I said, I am taking that. And then, of course, as DA show lore goes, when I take off, big things happen. I took off, and the biggest thing happened. I had this week scheduled for a long time to take off, and then suddenly management tells me Mraz is leaving the show. Wait, what? 
If you've been listening over the course of this morning, you've already heard of this, but the Cliff's Notes version for you guys that are just tuning in, there's been a shakeup on the New York side of things. Craig Carton, longtime sports radio personality, is leaving for television full-time, which means Tiki Barber is sliding into this slot, and they are also plucking Mraz, the corporate overlords, to leave here to go over there full-time. And so... Mraz has worked his butt off for more opportunities. He's done more hosting. He's hosted the One Giant Step podcast, affectionately known around here as One Giant Turd. They like him. They should like him. Even more so now. He's a big... What's that? Even more so now. (laughs) He's, of course, a great personality, and they're hoping that he adds the spice of life to that show. And in many ways, that's a wonderful reflection of this show that they need to take some of the magic from us and sprinkle it over there for an important day part. And so I say this with with the most authenticity. I am extraordinarily proud of Mraz because I met him 10 and a half years ago when the guy didn't really know much about radio and had just come out of the Subway franchise. And I'm not talking about like the train. He was, he was mostly a sandwich artist. And then he thrust in a radio, and I was like... I met him on a staircase outside the E station at 34th Street. (laughs) Would you like a sandwich, sir? No, but I could use a radio producer. I'm in. (laughs) That was kind of the way that this thing built for Merez. And I, I saw a guy that had incredible personality. I didn't know how much. I saw a guy with incredible passion for sports, and I saw a guy with an amazing backstory. He was named after the punter of the 86 Giants. And I said... I think we can work with this. And let's face it, over the years, I've beaten the crap out of Mraz in a lot of different <laughs> ways professionally. we got to do it this way. we got to do it this way every single day. This is the process. This is the process. This is the process. And through it all, on the other side, you know, the guy has become so valuable within the organization, within the company, that they're moving him into a really important day part for what he brings to the table. So I am proud of him, and I am thrilled for his upward mobility within the company and a chance for him to hopefully shine even more. Although I will say, I don't know how you shine any more than this show because at this point in time, there are people that only tune into this show for you. I, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. if a, I, yeah. I don't know. If they'll, are they going to do a year of the buffoon over there? That's seven, <laughs> that's seven minutes of good stuff that we do every single year. But I mean, you know, huh? Big shoes to fill over there. I don't know if you heard this, DA, but he can't even be Mraz over there. He has to be Sean Morash. So I don't know if he's allowed to be stupid on that side. Yeah. Upon the announcement yesterday, I was texted within one minute. Can you please switch your Twitter handle? Oh, jeez. So that I wanted to apologize to the listeners for that. That was not it. Apparently, they following management's lead. They want his brains over there, not the personality. No, they want the personality. They just, I guess, want my real name, I guess. Which is kind of bizarre because you build up something over 10 years, and I think it's pretty transferable. Like, the reason is that it's really catchy. Once upon a time, a listener mistakenly called you Mraz, as in Jason Mraz, the pop star. We were like, that's so funny. We should just keep rolling with it. That's how everybody knows you. So I would think that it's transferable, but... Hell, what do I know? It's the corporate overlords that decide who's coming, who's going, who's going where, what have you. So we'll wage some type of war against WFAN New York at a later date. And for those tuning in right now going, oh, my God, what does this mean for the show? 
you know, Mraz is only leaving to go down the hall, so this is good. He stays in the cluster, stays in the city, and so we're going to rope him in for some pretty consistent bits or what have you. Uh, I, I've already got some ideas, as you might imagine, to keep him part of the fabric of our family here because even though he'll be gone, quote-unquote, I mean, he's not that far away. Also, Bob's Bar just happened to be this amazing deal like 72 hours ago or so. So really great timing by the company. What I really wanted to do was have like our jewel event completely overshadowed with a huge bucket of cold water within the week. And thankfully, my boss decided that's the perfect plan, DA. Why don't we just crush all of that? Uh, so I will tell you that I have already gone into protection mode of Mraz can leave. But we need Bob's bar. That gets grandfathered in. Bob, not part of these negotiations, by the way. (laughs) Well, once we gifted him the sign, I felt like that was a lifetime (laughs) that we got to be a Bob's bar every summer. So uh, we are going to continue doing things like that. And I know plenty of you said, oh, I didn't make it this year. I want to do it next year. Fear not. We're going to kind of keep some of the big things in place for the show. And then for the next guy that steps in or gal that steps in we're going to open up uh, a search and uh, i don't know how that looks right now but we are going to open our doors and see what is out there and who wants to work with us and who can be a benefit to the show the good news is that we have a structure here where you know as wonderful as moraz is hopefully you guys still want to come to this show for the camaraderie and the fun and the laughter myself pete the body Andrew Bogish, and then everybody else cycles through here. You know, Carlos with a K and Pat Boyle and all the other guys that come through here, Greg Caserta, et cetera, Schwartz, they're all going to still be doing it. So we still have a wonderful roster and the fun continues. And, um, you know, that's just always going to be the DNA of the show. But it's been an emotional morning around here. And I I did want to just throw a bit of a, a firecracker in the toilet for a second here. You said before you had Badlands belch in your face that you were honored to have it and you were excited. And then on Friday when he did it, you nearly retched and you had (laughs) tears in your eyes in a bad way, unlike today. How bad, we never got to this, how bad was the belch in your face? It was awful and horrendous. And I would say that of all the things, the irony is that was by far the worst part of the punishment. It was one that wasn't even part of it. I told you I wanted uh, Badlands, for as great a man as he is, his bowels must be some of the most disgusting that exist in America. Because when I looked into his eyes, because that was the other part, I wanted to experience it without shutting my eyes. There sure. were flakes of something, and I don't <laughs> think they were donuts. It almost reminded me of like whatever that that gold flaked vodka was that flew gold out of his lager. Yeah, it flew out of his mouth and hit me. And the smell. This is, I think, what was really alarming to me and made me gag and and borderline vomit. It didn't smell of Diet Coke, nor did it smell of powdered donuts, the two things I had witnessed him smell. Oh, God. I'm going to experience all the feels right now. I'm, tr- I'm like, thinking about it. Move on. It smelled like a dumpster. Make somebody pee cry again. There was something deep within the recesses of Badlands Booker that I smelled that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. Oh, my God. So it is possible we have found the worst punishment for all of our bets. It is not death by salsa. It is actually... Having Badlands oh. belch in your face. I'm getting so nauseous again <laughs> thinking about it. Yes, you get, I'm telling you, I would rather eat hot, hot salsa tenfold. 
By the way, we didn't get to this either. You saw the whole show. Happy birthday, DA. Oh, thank you. What a day to celebrate. See ya. I mean, that is unbelievable. (laughs) Today's your birthday of all this stuff, too. Odyssey has delivered me what a wonderful birthday present. (laughs) And 30 Odyssey coins. I was going to take the 30 Odyssey coins instead. (laughs) But... I guess I'll opt for door number two, which is find a new executive producer. So that's what we'll yeah. do here moving forward. <laughs> it is nice to know that we we were kind of sentimental at the beginning of the show, and I think we'll continue to do so over the course of the next month. This doesn't transition until the end of July, so we have some some weeks to process everything. But today's been a, a difficult day for a lot of us. And, you know, Pete the Body was incredibly sentimental and emotional to start off the show, and Mraz got all choked up as well. But it is nice to see that not everybody within the CBS Sports Radio family is all that sentimental. Joey Waller commenting on the video of Pete the Body <laughs> saying, boy, this is up there with Mike Schmidt bawling at his Hall of Fame induction. <laughs> Being compared to Mike Schmidt is uh, an honor. Thank you. Uh, also, Peter Schwartz has posted a picture of the original overnight crew, myself, Mraz, Schwartz, and Kenny Brock. This was at this was at Mraz's wedding, and Schwartz says, looks like DA is the sole survivor from how it all started. Congrats to Mraz. So I wonder, what, what is that? What do I win for being the last man on the island here? Your name <laughs> remains the only on the show. I think. Okay. <laughs> That's a, 30 That's Odyssey a coins. I get another 30 <laughs> Odyssey coins. Now you get a whole pen <laughs> to write down the answers of the people you interview for Sean's job. I had to ask Excellent. for 30 more Odyssey coins. <laughs> what does 60 Odyssey coins get me these days? Fanny one, pack. One Odyssey with, sock. Yes. Especially with shrinkflation where, where it is. <laughs> <laughs> Do and I all- get one of the candy bars that's hanging from the candy machine? I think you get Carlos feeding your meter. I think that's, okay. that's exactly what happens. Or if okay. you're listening earlier, you get an Odyssey branded romper that Boyle would have normally yes. worn, but now you <laughs> can instead. One. Yes. <laughs> so uh, here's the next question. Has any of the part-timers stepped over the dead bodies to say, I'd like to be considered for the show? <laughs> I... I mean, to me? Because it's going to be cutthroat, you know. They, they're barely going to let this cadaver get cold. I would tell you that I've at least gotten eight to nine questions of people that work here. Do you know who's replacing you? And they are people without current full-time roles. Yes. I see. Uh, yeah. so I won't name names, but yeah. Look, it's and I think that's a credit, though, all joking aside, uh, this is going to be a desirable position, but I want to warn whoever gets this job. God bless you because you're getting back to – I hope you're getting 2013-14 DA where he is really <laughs> trying to mold you. I hope you don't get soft dad, Rosie the cat dad, father DA. I hope you deal with everything I dealt with in those early years. I'll name one name. Kevin Wall's here this morning doing – I don't know what because he's not working for us, uh, but I did see him out there doing voice scales, like warming up his voice. <laughs> So Wall came back oh, at a good time oh, from, boy, from Connecticut. Do he is great. walking around. Wall also invited himself to a company softball game and somehow played. So I think he's he really trying to put, Saturday? Yeah, he's trying to push himself into Come the mix on. here. So he he'll he'll run. definitely be on that list. Yes. I love this. I, I sent out the email of what the game plan is going to be this week and obviously what we're going to do with interviews and moving forward in terms of uh, the potential replacements. And Cap's response was, can we stream the interviews on Twitch? (laughs) (laughs) Cap's always thinking, you know what? HBO's looking for a team to volunteer for Hard Knocks. Maybe it's not football. Maybe it's the DA show. I don't think I have not considered this. (laughs) Do not think for a moment I have not considered it. American Idol. There was also, and I think we could put this to bed, there was also somebody on Twitch that wondered, Wait a minute, is this why he who should not be named had flown in for the weekend? Was he here for an interview with you? 
and that's a fair question. How much did everybody know on Friday? And the answer is none. Um, they asked me for a meeting after the show on Monday, knowing that Monday was my last show before my paternity leave. And so Monday we got done with the show at 10 a.m., and I walked into the office, and there was not one but two executives. And anytime you have two executives, you know that that news is not a great news for you. It's usually one is trying to talk you down. The other one is trying to pull you away from killing the other guy. So that was the, that was the game plan from corporate. Or bring your on, playbook. On Monday, yes. <laughs> and um, as I expressed my feelings about it uh and i'll be honest i said i would never stand in the way of Merez advancing or any of the guys within the show i said i've never done that in my entire career it's sean morris to you now pal <laughs> and, uh, i said you know that's that's nobody stood in my way and i would never do that to anybody else however these were my concerns about how everything has been handled xyz um and it was classic corporate handbook we understand where you're coming from. We, we, you're not wrong. I agree with a lot of what you said. Kind of just hoping that I, or as you use this term for somebody who was really drunk on Friday, let him punch himself out. <laughs> it was the, the yes. corporate handbook is just like, <laughs> let the angry guy punch himself out until um, he's too exhausted to keep fighting. Rope and, up. Uh, I, I, you know, I kept my composure, but there is a series of things that I find aggravating or frustrating about this situation that does not pertain specifically to wanting to pre prevent Merez from leaving. Uh, so I, like I said, thrilled that he gets to continue his, his career. And uh, I'm also thrilled that the listenership cares this much. You know, when you do a show like this, at least for me, I tr I've tried to express this to the corporate overlords as well. I just want the show to matter to somebody. And the fact that it matters so much to listeners means that it feels like what we do is important because you don't want to just talk into a microphone about Bradley Beal leaving. Like that just is not that fulfilling. What you want is to have a connection with somebody somewhere that says that's important enough to listen to because I feel a kinship. I like those guys. I don't like those guys. They're funny. They're entertaining. They're crazy. They're goofy. They remind me of me or whatever, my friends. And so the fact that we have that and there's so many people that are like really crushed by the news today means that we've done something right. And I'm very proud of that. And I'm really proud of Mraz because he has come a long way since I met him 10 and a half years ago. And now it's just amazing that he's like a commodity. That the <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Thank you. Right? It's like the corporate overlords were like, no, we need some Mraz in this show. We want Mraz in this show to make it work. Morash. Like, I'm a lot just... like Sriracha, a late rise into the, the 2000s. <laughs> 2023 is the year of Mraz? Uh, it's true. It's the summer of Mraz. Maybe. Wow. So uh, I think, you know, we're all feeling quite torn around here because we're losing a close friend and a, obviously a huge member of the show, but we're also all thrilled for him as well. So, Mraz, I'm wondering, you got choked up hour number one. Yeah. Um, and I, I was out. Actually, I took a little hike in between my two radio spots today. Boy, time uh, to hike with the baby, too? You're living had, some life on your birthday. Well, I'm telling you, this snoo thing, he's he's sleeping in the bassinet, so <laughs> I can tiptoe well, out. That's snoo. And, and, uh, uh, but you know when he's asleep, you still need to be around him, right? You're not leaving <laughs> him alone in the snoo for a couple of hours? Like, I'm, I'll take a hike, buddy. See <laughs> I had not been alerted to that. I thought when he's sleeping, I get to leave the house. Um, but so I, I got out of the house, and so I came back, and my wife said, you know, Mraz uh, nearly got me as well, top of the eight. 
So I don't know what you said, but it sounded yeah. like you got emotional. So yeah, uh, you're I, not I, completely yeah. pushing through yet. No, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, you could go back and listen. I can't say nice things about you to your face, so I had to wait for you to be off oh. the air. <laughs> because Cap <laughs> told him to. Uh, no, well, Cap, yeah, of course, Cap's always the message. He goes, are you going to talk about DA at all? I mean, we kind of need this back here. So <laughs> Does uh, he need it for clip purposes? I, yeah, I guess they got him working the wheels back there for sure. For sure. But, uh, yeah, I said I, if I'm going to do it, I can't, I, I'm not ready to say goodbye to you. And, obviously, we have three weeks to do that. So, I couldn't yeah. – I honestly just could – don't take it as offensive. I cannot do this with you here yet. Uh, no, I don't take it as uh, offensive. What I do like is the fact that it's been a bad thing that I've turned less angry. What you're saying is I'm not – Oh, I hope as, you turn uh, it up again. That I'm <laughs> not as fun of, uh, of a boss to have around nowadays because I got the baby and the cat. No, no, no. You're more fun for me. What oh. I'm hoping is whoever takes my role has to go through what I went through. <laughs> I, I did, Nobody should get Rosie the cat playing with toys, D.A., diving into the snow on his own, throwing catches to him, D.A., right out of the gate. That would not be fair to me. <laughs> I guess it's like when... Um, Trying to think, who's like a hard ass coach that finally softened? Maybe like Popovich has Pop softened a little bit over the years. I think for sure. Well, I mean, Coughlin's a little bit. Coughlin's famous for that softening. Uh, Coughlin, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Coughlin. Suddenly, I'm bringing you guys to Whataburger. Right. I feel like Strahan (laughs) at the end. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Where was this early? So we're gonna have to um, orchestrate a few things that we do over this last month together because we were all going to be kind of apart because of vacations and paternity and what have you again great timing again yeah well the corporate overlords have really thought this thing through and so timing is uh, we've got about a month here to to finish things off with Mraz. so we'll have to try to map out when we can all be together for right and we need and we need to stress that is we're going to try to map it out but Unfortunately, will not be exactly a full month of shows together just based on our schedule. Guys, do we right. think that they did think this through? That they did this on purpose now because you weren't going to be around particularly, DA? And somehow that would... They were trying to duck him being angry? Yeah, like almost like a Friday news dump. Like, oh, he's going on paternity leave again. Let's sneak this out and maybe not have the same visceral reaction to it. You know, that would actually be... That would actually be more respectful if they actually had considered my reaction but i do not think uh, i was considered much in the uh in the grand scheme of timing um for all of this i think it was they do what they do uh and uh let the the network be damned unfortunately but yeah Okay. Good talk. Glad I asked. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. The NBA uh, drafts tomorrow night. Yeah, the NBA <laughs> right, another good one to be all for. Yeah, thanks, pal. We'll see you Friday as we recap. Also, we took one of the most sentimental shows that we'll ever do, perhaps the most, and we added the wacky fun stunt to a new story of five people suffocated to death I mean, in a submarine geez. under the sea. Boyle can really we, reading the room. Boyle, can we do a lighthearted <laughs> stunt? Like, isn't there a cat that ran for mayor somewhere? I mean, come on. He was also my chump. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. Everybody's crying. Nobody can control themselves. We're going to be made fun of by everybody throughout the day after these crying videos go out. And there's Boyle. Five people dying. 24 hours to live. They deserve it. Seriously. (laughs) And Carlos, I agree. They deserved it, too. That's basically what we got. It's Death Watch 2023. You know, he's not wrong. Can we just get, like, a crazy guy that that rode on top of a hang glider into a house or something? Come on. Come on. Unbelievable. There's got to be a dog for mayor in Alaska at some point. <laughs> Actually, 
actually that dog also applying for my job. <laughs> and also considered for the other show as exactly. well before you got it. Exactly. Non-human applicants are exactly. welcome. Exactly. Their feces smell the same. <laughs> We're allowed to have a litter box for them, but not for you. So that's a plus. <laughs> Uh, so we are hugely proud of Mraz, and uh, we're very thankful that you guys, all the listeners, care as much as you do. And uh, you'll be t- you'll be clicked into how the process goes to find Mraz's replacement. And uh, Mraz is not going to leave completely. We're going to keep pulling, yanking him back into the craziness of this show as much as possible because, thankfully, he's still in the building just down the hall. He didn't have to go to Tucson to get this job. He's actually just a couple of steps away, so that's good news. Sorry, Tucson. I'm out. (laughs) Can we somehow send Sean, like, double trip to the next Super Bowl? One for the fan, one for us, so Pete still can't go. (laughs) And Sean somehow goes twice on the same trip. That's going to happen. Yeah, is that possible? That is going to be a rude awakening when we're not on Radio Row and Mraz is. Don't think I didn't think of that with the timing in Vegas this year, believe me. (laughs) Nice to see you. Oh, you guys didn't make it? (laughs) <laughs> Me so and now, Silverman will be kicking back beers. Yeah. <laughs> so Tucson, just so you know, coming up, it's Big Baby and Jockalo. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what you got to set your sights on now. The real losers in this Tucson. <laughs> it's the Billy Jack Show with Big Baby. <laughs> Glenn Davis is like, who am I working with? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to toss to uh, an interview coming up here after the break. I interviewed Richard Sherman yesterday after he got excommunicated from Stars on Mars. And then I am signing off. The guys will take you the rest of the way and we'll continue chatting throughout this entire process. The DA Show on CBS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Radio. radio show where listeners are invited to their childhood homes the da show on cbs sports radio welcome back to cbs sports radio everybody thanks so much for joining us da with you our next guest is a super bowl champion he was a member of the all decade team of the nfl 
in the 2010s and made five Pro Bowls. He's also an analyst for the NFL, and you are watching him Monday nights, Stars on Mars on Fox. We actually had one of your fellow members of this show, Christopher Mintz-Ploss, join us a couple of weeks back. Joining us here on the show today is the elite corner and analyst for the NFL, Richard Sherman. Richard, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing great. Uh, I love the fact that we got Christopher Mintz-Ploss, better known as McLovin, here on the show a couple weeks ago, and he said that he had never tried Hennessy before he met you and Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> he said that was his introduction. Now that he lo- now he loves it. So congratulations. You turned him into a believer. Right, right, right. That's, that's mo- mostly Marshawn. I'm a tequila guy, but uh, Marshawn definitely, definitely gave him a, a taste of it, and Chris is awesome. I told him, man, like most people's first experiences with some type of alcohol, usually really bad. But he had an elite, legendary experience. If the first time you try Hennessy is with Marshawn Lynch and you, I mean, that that's way better than drinking like behind the school when you're in like 10th grade or something like that. Right, 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 right. I would imagine that. Yeah, it was it was it was on the rooftop in uh, where we at Adelaide or somewhere. Yeah, yeah that's what he was time. saying. How was the trip? into the Australian outback. I mean, that flight or multiple flights and then getting dropped there must have been insane. Yeah, it was a long day. I think it was 30 hours of flying, 32, something like that. Um, but, I mean, it is what it is. You kind of sleep most of the flight. And, uh, yeah, once you get there, you just kind of, you know, it's just like anything else. You know, you kind of prepare yourself and, and get the job done. You line up a lot of movies on a 32-hour flight, or are you just are you able to sleep right through the, the bulk of it? A uh, little bit of movies. I mean, you got your iPad and, you know, your normal movies, you know, uh, you know, you get to a series or something, you know, whether it's uh, Marvel, the Avengers or some, some, and then you, uh, once you land, you're, you're good to go. I'll tell you, you played on some teams that might've made a good reality television show. So is this kind of natural for you to, <laughs> to be part of a real one on Fox? Uh, it was different, you know, like, uh, like I said before, it's just a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of camera time and a lot of uh, lack of privacy. So that's that's what kind of put me off the show. Um, you know, without that, I think we, you know, I would have probably tried to stay a little longer and enjoy myself a little more. But, you know, I, I just at that point had had enough. So that just kind of kind of broke you, the invasion of privacy and the cameras following you every minute of every day. I mean, it didn't really break me more than it just irritated me and annoyed me. Um, you know, I just, you know. At that point, it was like, okay, well, I don't need to be here to do this. You know? Yeah, I don't blame you. Is that the same as hard knocks? I, mean, I have to imagine that players don't love and coaches don't love the have, the cameras following hard knocks as well. I have no idea. I've never been on hard knocks, but I would guess, I would guess, you know, I mean, the coaches wouldn't like it. You know, it's kind of, you know, they keep everything close to the vest. So, you know, with shows like that, you got to kind of expose yourself and open yourself up to people seeing your the inner workings of your organization. Richard Sherman joins us here on CBS Sports Radio, stars on Mars, on Fox. How'd you like the foray into being an analyst in the NFL? Uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, getting to travel, um, be at the games, feel the energy, um, you know, talk about the game. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I was working in Boston in what I feel is kind of like one of the first chapters of the Seahawks dynasty to greatness, or at least the Seahawks door to greatness, is when you guys had the Patriots come up 
to Seattle and, uh, you know, after the, after the game, you guys, uh, shut down the Pats and Tom Brady and you kind of came up to Brady and, and said, you mad bro. And things like that, that, and I remember thinking, boy, this is such a bold team that the Patriots were kind of the standard and you guys feared them so little and, and rarely did a team face the Patriots like that and, and handle it like that. Do you remember how you guys felt going into that game? Maybe looking for uh, the respect that might come with beating a team like the Pats? Uh, I don't know. I, I think I think we just kind of understood what we had, um, and we really didn't, you know, I, we didn't think anybody else was better than us, so it didn't matter if it was the Pats or anybody else. We just felt really confident in the group we had and our ability to execute down the stretch, and uh, and that's that's how it was, you know. So, it, you know, playing against a, a player of Tom's caliber was always a, a great challenge and, and something we looked forward to. Um, and, you know, at that, at that point, I don't think he knew who we were, but uh, he was facing an elite defense, and uh, I think he had only thrown two interceptions on the season, and we he threw two in that game. Should have been three, but Earl dropped one. Um, <laughs> well, it was such it was such a bold call by you and the rest of that defense, and that and that's rare, you know, having played at the NFL that long. I mean, you you were part of a team that had a confidence and a swagger that that is rare, uh, especially before you win big. Was that just the attitude of you guys individually, or did that come because collectively you fed off one another? What's the the genesis of that from that Seahawks team? Uh, I think it came because we worked hard and we prepared well. Um, so that's where the confidence came from. You know, you don't work hard, you don't prepare well. It's hard to be confident, but uh, you put the work in, you put the man hours in, you study the game like you're supposed to, you communicate like you're supposed to, you sacrifice like you're supposed to, then you you earn the right, and uh, and that's where we were when we play, we felt like we earned the right to, to speak how we wanted to speak and be how we wanted to be because we put the we put the time there. What's been your take this offseason on running backs around the NFL really not getting a lot of respect from GMs? It feels like all these all-pro or Pro Bowl caliber running backs, most GMs in front offices are like, well, we don't really need you anymore. Um, what's been your thoughts on that situation? Yeah, I mean, it's been like that for, for a long time. Um, you know, I don't think that's just this year. I think that's been over the last decade, um, you know, since everybody went air raid and, you know, throwing the ball more um, after Peyton had that season, his MVP season through 50 touchdowns. You know, it's been air raid, air raid, air raid. And they feel like running backs are a dime a dozen. You know, they're special talents, they're transcendent talents, but you may find a kid undrafted out of, you know, Wichita Valley State that, that may get the job done just as well as um, the Pro Bowl All-Pro guy. And so, uh, it's just one of those positions that uh, I think GMs feel like other guys can do uh, and and can do it well, especially teams running this outside, inside zone, mid zone scheme. Uh, they feel like they, if you got enough speed, they can find a guy to do it. College football, I feel like in your era, had there been NIL, you could have capitalized on that. You always were a, an effervescent and compelling personality. How do you feel watching athletes finally get compensated at the collegiate level? It's it's cool, you know. I mean, you 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 would have wished the NCAA would have just freaking uh, took the deal earlier um, and 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 just done it the right way and, and kind of made a system and and gave guys uh, and made it similar to the NFL and just made it a, a scale and guys, you know, instead of it being the wild wild west, but they fought it for so long that they lost control of it, and you know, this is this is the result. Uh, people trying to monopolize something for so long and, you know, making, making billionaires um, and leaving these guys 
um, to fend for themselves a lot of times. But I'm happy to see guys getting paid. I think it's unfortunate some of the guys that get messed over in the transfer portal and all that. I think they need to get that uh, under control. But yeah, it's anytime guys are getting money in their pockets, I'm happy to hear it. Richard Sherman is our guest here on CBS Sports Radio. You won a Super Bowl with Russell Wilson. Now he's got a new coach in Denver. What do you think is the key for Sean Payton to unlock a better version of Russ than we saw last year? Well, I think Sean will do a great job of of, of studying his tape and studying things that he did well um, in Seattle and things he had a lot of success with and building an offense around it. Um, and, and also sprinkling in the things that, you know, have been a staple for Sean's offenses with Drew. Uh, and trying to find that that hybrid, um, that that middle ground that works for both sides, uh, and I think I think you'll find that they got talent at the receiver. You know, I think they they got some question marks on the offensive line. You know, that they tried to to sew up with Mike McGlinchey. Um but yeah, I, I I feel like you know there's a chance, but you know it's the league. That's a tough division to play in with with the Chargers and the Chiefs and the Raiders. So. Um, it's going to be a dogfight regardless. For sure. Last year when they when the Broncos played the Seahawks, you could tell that that was an intense game for everybody on the Seahawks. Pete admitted as much. Former players did as well. Um, how was your relationship with Russ? Do you feel the same stuff when that was kind of bubbling up last year when they played? Uh, we don't really, you know, we have a relationship as, you know, former teammates, but we don't have a relationship like pretext or anything. Um I think that was a big game for Pete just based off of everything that happened that year. He traded the guy. He had been the franchise quarterback for a while. Uh, he had been the standard. You know, everybody's saying you're tanking and you're not You're not going to be anything. Uh, that's the first chance people got to see that Seahawks team and the first chance you got to see that Broncos team. And so, uh, and it was him coming back to CenturyLink. It was just a lot of things, a culmination of a lot of things. And uh, so it meant a lot for Pete to pull that game off when they're supposed to be the underdogs and not supposed to win and then, Denver season kind of spiraling after that. Great coaching job last year by Pete and the Seahawks end up making the postseason. We'll see if they can build off of that. Stars on Mars on Fox is Monday nights, and Richard Sherman was part of this for the last couple of weeks. Unfortunately now, or maybe fortunately, you've exited. I guess you kind of chose your path here. You you were kind of you you were kind of done with this, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely chose my path. You know, I said, <laughs> Hey, you got you guys, you're mission critical. I've done my part. <laughs> enjoy yourself this is like when you leave OTAs and go yeah I will see you for the season you guys right. can do the rest of the mini camps without me you guys do do <laughs> have, have a lot of fun without me I'll see you when it matters <laughs> Richard Sherman a five-time pro bowler member of the all-decade team will be a pro football hall of famer one day and a Super Bowl champion part of stars on Mars on Fox Monday nights across the country starting at 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific Richard I appreciate the time today thank you <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, DA, for interviewing Richard Sherman on the show. Me and Bogus are hosting today. Now. That was the first way DA was inserting himself into today's show. And then he got rid of Sean, so we had to come back on and double down. By the way, for those that don't like guests, you're going to get plenty of them over the next two days. Baseball, <laughs> NBA draft, football. I stacked it up because I'm done crying. I'm already getting made fun of it at other stations right now. We're you're just going to about sports. Yeah, we have a lot of sports the next two days. <laughs> Deal with it. We're going to read. We, the, the DA show needs this weekend to gather ourselves, okay? Well, you only got five more weeks to book guests, so get them all in while you can. I got news for you. Uh-oh. Never mind. Scrap that. Hi, this is Sean Morash. I'm going to be forwarding a lot of these over to Pete and Cap for the time being. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to see Pete. <laughs>
I told Cap before to leave a camera on Pete at all times yeah. because there's been a the the widest array of <laughs> facial expressions and reactions from Pete this morning. And now, without further ado, the fresh prince of the mothership, Pat Boyle. All right, gentlemen, let's uh, we'll make this quick here. Reds made the folks <laughs> at Great American Ballpark sweat. They jumped out to an 8-2 lead over Colorado. Fast forward to the top of the ninth. It's 8-6, two outs, bases loaded. But closer Alexis Diaz whiffed Jorge Alfaro to end the game. Reds beat the Rockies 8-6. They are Reds hot. Ten wins in a row. All right. Yeah. Um, oh, I get two it. other scores I haven't mentioned today. So we're going to give you everything. Uh, the Guardians trailed the A's for most of the game in Cleveland. Then they rallied. Then Andres Jimenez walked it off in the 10th with an RBI single. Guardians sink the A's 3-2. Oakland six straight losses. They're now 19-56. and 56. Quick math. Anybody know their pace? No. 41-121. and 121. That's Damn. That's what they're on pace to do. It feels like a lot of wins for them. Uh, I mean, that's if they continue on this pace. Right. Now, they could go even go further worse. off the trails. But, like, I know that's not a lot, but it feels like a lot. Yeah. yeah. Is, is there a number where it automatically somebody, uh, the whole front office gets fired? Is it, like, in the 30s, I guess? <laughs> Good point. That could be the Pete Bellotti. What, yeah. what is it called when SMU, uh, the death penalty, right? The death penalty. That's, that's right. The, that's the Major League Baseball death penalty. Relegation. You don't get the 40 wins, you're done. You're yeah, done I, for the day. That should be a rule. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel oh, Lynch, seven no innings. Daniel Lynch, seven innings of one hit ball. Royal squeak pass. The Tigers won nothing in a uh, star-studded affair in Detroit. And it appeared that Gabe Kapler was on the hot seat two weeks ago with the Giants foundering away at 500. Now the only thing that's hot is his team. There go the runners, the pitch. Oh. Outside, he walked in. Matos can hop, skip, and jump to home plate. I don't know who was screaming over John Miller there. That is the legendary John Miller. Giants trailed the Padres 3-1. They chipped away. Jock Peterson, game-tying home run in the eighth. Then that base is loaded. Walk-off walk that you heard in the ninth. They beat the Padres 4-3, win their ninth in a row. Uh, we'll skip past the Victor Wenbanyama stuff. You guys were talking about him before. He's going to go number one overall tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, Don't most... worry. Spurs will take all the time off the clock, though. They probably will. Yeah. Uh, I did have some Chris It won't Paul's. be spur of the moment. Damn it. I thought that was it's an actual point. <sighs> I had some Chris Paul sound. We're going to skip over him. He's basically, he just said on Good Morning America on ABC, he was as surprised as them to find out. Bro, he was that was two days ago. We're over that sound. Come well, on. no, I know, but I was using that then to transition oh, into okay. some of the other quick hitters. We played here. that all morning yesterday. Raptors guard Gary Trent Jr. picked up <laughs> I'm his. Sorry. Nobody cares. Yeah, Raptors guard Gary Trent Jr. picked up his $18.5 million player option. He's back for the Great North next year. Great. Washington losing everybody. Wizards forward Kyle Kuzma declined his $13 million player option. Uh, option. He's a free agent. And after Draymond Green declined his player option, new Warriors GM Mike Dunleavy Jr. spent a portion of his introductory press conference by stressing that Golden State really oh. wants Draymond back. Also from yesterday. Yep. He's and, Dunleavy for the day. All right. Yep. And then you've heard the Men's College World Series oh, a couple God. of times already. That's LSU. still going on? Yeah. You've got to flag another week. LSU beat Tennessee 5 0. Oral Roberts won last week. TCU beat Oral Roberts 6 1. Oh, so they're out. They're done for the day. They're done. They took him to done the for dentist. The year. Wow. Took him to the cleaners, took him to the dentist. Spit him down the drain. Sorry for the toothpaste school. All right, we come back. An epic fail. Let's see what Carlos with a mouse and a computer is carved up. It's the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. Boyle and fan of male rompers. How you're dressed like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? <laughs> you like this? I got the matching shorts. They're coming in the. They're coming in the mail. You can't wa- wear them together. Why? 
That's the whole point. It's a no. set. I had to drive with Pet Boyle's underwear in my car today to deliver it back then. <laughs> it's not underwear. It's shorts. And what the hell is that smell? They're not compression. They're shorts. Just because they're tight, that doesn't mean they're compression shorts. Thank okay. you. You have a toy buddy. Where's Tubbs? What's, what's his name? What's the other guy from Miami Vice? Tubbs. It is no, Tubbs, no, no. right? Tubbs is Miami Vice. Chubbs is from, uh, <laughs> is from uh, Happy Gilmore. Shut up, Happy. Don't feel bad about me. What's wrong with the matching set? You know, I was thinking about getting like those male rompers for this summer. <laughs> All right, I can't defend those you. Those exist? Conversely, some men need to be hit back. Oh. Nobody can put on a male romper less than me. You know, all it takes is one bad batch of taco dip on a summer party and I'm running for the hill. Could you imagine me scrambling? How do you get this thing off? I can't talk too long. I gotta poo. Somebody get me a funnel. <laughs> gotta do it sideways. <laughs> I like to eat it raw sometimes. They're really male rompers? Of course they Absolutely, are. Absolutely, man. There's a male equivalent to everything. Seahorses is actually the males that get pregnant. Nice summer day on the pier in Hoboken. Hell yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and wear that top and bottom all you want. Get different variations of it. I can't. This one I can't allow. All right. Well, I'm going to show up very soon this summer on the shift that I'm filling in for. And you know what? wearing it. You know what they call the store where they sell the rompers? Oh, no. The romper room. It's not funny. <laughs> Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Good times. Good times. Well, guess what, Bogues? If people felt like they didn't get enough sports today, mm-hmm. you'll get that from me on BetQL from 3 to 7 today as I now have all the days. Are you leaving that <laughs> show, too? Are you going to cry like a baby from 3 Perhaps. to 7 as well? Uh, congrats to the great Nick Costos, you know, an Odyssey family member, getting married this week, and I will be filling in for him today and tomorrow. Uh, and most of next week, I'll be pulling doubles as well. But is that another job that could be open in the future that we should line up for as well? Costos backup? Yeah. Yeah, perhaps. Oh, all right. Perhaps. So I will be on You Better You Bet on uh, free on the Odyssey app or whatever, hosting or whatever. Uh, and, and anywhere, you know, some of your local affiliates from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern today, I will be there. Tomorrow, we will have hopefully some NBA draft prep. Finally, we'll move forward. So this is the deal. I mean, DA is going to be out the next two days. We're going to try to go back to our sports roots and zaniness and have fun the next two days, Bogues, me and you. Next week, a little reset. I know it's definitely me and you Monday. There's some talks about DA and paternity leave being short, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the week after, I am – oh, no, the week after is 4th of July. Right, so there's different combinations. Different combinations, as you can week. imagine, holiday week. And then that week of July 10th, I am finally on vacation this summer. See ya. Taking the family, Lake George, Sesame Place, hitting all, you know – Americana drivable, baby. Then that week of... Scrotum, Pennsylvania. Right. That No Great Wolf Lodge this route. Then that week of July 17th, I can confirm... I don't know about you. I don't know about Pete, but I can confirm the DA and I will be together that full week. Yes. And that will be the farewell week for me on the DA show. Omelette stations every morning. So that'll do it. Uh, An emotional, emotional day. Hopefully we could just kind of get normal until that week of the 17th. Thanks to Pete, the body, Bilotti. Kind words, brother in arms on the wheels of steel. Thanks to Carlos with a velvet hat, your producer today. Thanks to Pat Boyle on the updates with a terrible shirt. Terrible. Uh, thanks to Andrew Kaplan, a wizard of Watch DA, getting people to make fun of me. And thank you, folks. All right, man. I love you. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. That's it, baby. The mothership disconnects. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 